When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band. I'm Tom Takar, the Wolf of Dog Street, joined as always by the prince, by the prince of by the prince of snarkness uh, himself, Tommy McNamara. How are you, Tommy? I'm doing well. It's a new year, five days into sober January. Ooh, I've already baby. passed a couple big tests. Is that right? Well, I went to the LSATs. <laughs> yeah, LSATs, the uh, MCAT. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you uh, you came to Canal Bar. You didn't. You had a diet. I coke. Passed up a free shot. Yeah, you did. Yeah. I took two uh, because <laughs> of that. I didn't even want the one, but <laughs> I did it, and it uh, certainly did mess up my day. But it was a good little time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you tripped and fell into a cartoon barrel that had triple <laughs> that had three X's, three on, X's yeah. on it. Yeah. You didn't swallow a drop, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my lungs aren't fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was pure you acetone breathing through. Your nose, though. <laughs> uh, we have a great guest here today. Uh, you just heard him. Trey Brown is here. How are you, Trey? Hello. Thank you, fellas, so much for having me on. I'm doing so well. Thank you. Hell yeah. We appreciate you coming. I uh, I do want to say, because we were at Canal Bar watching, of course, the game of football, and uh, big fantasy wins this week for yes. both, both yeah. hosts of uh, Stand By Your Band. Jamar Chase is the god. It's true. Uh, <laughs> Put up a fifty piece to uh, to put us over the top, and I didn't even have to fight for my money, which is good. Nice. Um, have you gotten paid? I had to send a few texts. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Vagnetti told me he was like, "Yeah, I'll have your money in a week or so," and I was like, "What? Like, <laughs> why a week? Or we all Venmoed you? It should just be there." And then luckily he sent it the next day, but he's on his squirrely shit as always. But hey, we love him. That reminds me, speaking of Vagnetti, I will be in Chicago land uh, January 19th, uh, 20th, 21st, and 22nd. I'm doing, uh, I'm headlining the Lincoln Lodge January 22nd at 7 o'clock. Jenna Gephardt's on that show. Alex Dragovich uh, bailed because he is a Dragovich <laughs> and uh, he will be at Zany's. But I'll be at Laugh Factory most of the other nights and uh, bouncing around. So Check out a show if you're around, and uh, if you're somebody who listens to the show who is a friend of mine, hey, hit me, hit my little ass up. I got an Airbnb this time hey. instead of staying on Vagnetti's couch because I figure I'm 34 years old, <laughs> uh, and those hosts of band Splain aren't staying on people's couches. <laughs> somebody fucking on the Patreon wrote that they really like band Splain. They checked it out because I keep it. <laughs> They're like, it actually fucking rules. I was like, shut the fuck up. Don't be putting that on our Patreon. Uh, I'm kidding. You can do whatever you want on the Patreon, and you can see anything you want to see. Uh, we'll post it all on the Patreon. Um that's uh, patreon.com slash stand by your band. It's $3 a month and uh, bonus episodes, all that good shit. And speaking of Patreon, 
our boy Trey just started a Patreon where you can check out his artwork. Tell us about your Patreon, Trey. Uh, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of similar to the standby your band Patreon in that it is it's just three dollars a month. Basically, hey, what I do yes. is I uh, uh, I'm a I'm a cartoonist. I make uh, uh, comic strips, things like that. Uh, and I've been doing it for free for a while, and will continue to do it for free. But um, yeah, basically, I just kind of started something where I can like put out weekly comic strips as well as like art and different things like that. But yeah, just, you know, trying to be an illustrator and hoping people like funny things, funny, irreverent things. Yes. Uh, it's kind of like, um, I don't know if you like, like mad magazine, that kind of stuff, then I, I think you'd be interested in this, in this thing. Yes. Yeah. We both yeah. highly recommend big fan yes. of Trey's. Comics. I should, I should mention what it is as well. It's patreoncom slash Trey Brown comics and cartoons. That's the that's the Patreon. You can find me on Instagram as well. Trey Brown ninety is my is my handle. Yes. So All right. Patreon. I figured we'd do that at the end of the episode. It's kind of weird. Well, to we intro oh, myself. I like to do both. I like to do both. Do both. Okay. Um, we'll sandwich did you see, it. Um, that Mad Magazine parody of our podcast. What's that? <laughs> was it stand by your canned sardines. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I was one of the better work. <laughs> 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 oh, you set yourself up for an impossible task. <laughs> That's the writer's reward. Just an anxiety attack, and oh, this kind of rhymed. <laughs> you locked yourself in chains and went underwater, <laughs> and, then, and then emerged. <laughs> um, I I do want to say real fast, uh, relating to Trey's artwork, is that uh, Trey designed a shirt for us, uh, or like a logo uh, that. I think by next week we'll be oh, up. Nice. I, I hit some guys up, and uh, we have some interesting shirts. I haven't shown Tommy yet, but uh, there is a, uh, a Prince of Snarkness and a Wolf of Dog Street shirt as well oh, uh, that wow. these guys... Uh, I got to find their name because uh, they reached out to me, and uh, they the, they turned around work really quickly. That uh, that was really good. So and And they included uh, Trey's artwork on... Uh, shirt that I really like. So uh, let me, I'm going to pull this up for you, Tommy. Well, I guess I can do this after the show, but there's a lot. Oh, yeah, here we go. Uh, that's one of them. It's Wolf of Dog Street, Princess Star. They didn't include a picture for that one, but then uh, if I scroll. Oh, yeah, down wow. Here, these are great. There's some good ones. Yeah, there's the one. Very exciting. Yeah, very good. So those will be Wicked. up. It's, uh, it's, I'm trying to find the name of their fucking. Uh, <laughs> Uh, company, but they're uh, they're good guys. Let me see here. Uh, Fun apparel uh, is what it's called. So uh, those will be up probably next week. Uh, if not, I think definitely the week after that. I'll I'll post once we once we have them. But uh, without further ado, we got a we got a heavy topic today. Not heavy, but we got a big one that a lot of people are excited about. So I think we should jump into it. We're talking Janet Jackson, baby. Uh, tell us a little bit about, uh, your history with, uh, with Janet Jackson, Trey. So I guess it kind of starts, I mean, uh, when I was a kid, uh, basically like her, like I obviously got introduced to her via her much more successful brother, Tito. <laughs> of course. <laughs> right. Of yeah. course. Of Tito's vodka fame. Yes, exactly. Don't, don't touch Tommy. <laughs> no. So like, I think, um, like liking Janet was basically kind of, uh, not being able, like when I was a kid, not being able to pinpoint what kind of music I like. And then now, like today, it's like, oh, I love 
funk music. Mm-hmm. Like funk is like such a huge part of my general playlist, everything that I really like. And I could kind of point to like different things on the radio when I was a kid, like, oh, this song rules, this song rules, this song rules. And now that I'm an adult, I'm like, oh, it's because all of these songs are like really, really prioritized groove, syncopation, a whole bunch of rhythm. And like, that's just the Jackson family and spades is like their music is very rhythmic. Now, what would you, how do you feel about that song, Syncopation, No Breathing? (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, a little bit better than anything the Jacksons have ever done. It edges it out by a hair. Sure. People say that the Jacksons' father was tough. You should beat Papa Roach. (laughs) (laughs) When I hear stories about uh, the Jackson father, I think, uh, glad I didn't have a father. I think, yeesh, glad I'm not from Indiana. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. Indiana's own uh, famous good guy, Joe Joe Jackson. Is that his name? Yeah, Joe Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I remember seeing like a VH1 movie about how Joe Jackson was a bad guy when I was a kid and it being like, whoa, (laughs) like blowing my mind, you know? (laughs) That guy? (laughs) What is it that they called it? They made him call him like by his uh first they he made him call them by their name right, ah, <laughs> that's yes. right. Oh, weird. Um, no he, i think that's he, what that movie called me by your name is that's about. exactly yes. right uh yeah i think it was something like they she like the, one of the fun facts list, oh again, yeah janet had to say, had to use his first name that she couldn't it. say dad yeah oh, that's um, fucked up yes fucked up stuff um she uh i know um so i texted uh one of my friends who's a musician in nashville yesterday and he reached out to his friend who's a singer in nashville i gotta give her credit too he told me to give her uh her name is janelle means she's like a famous nashville singer huge uh jackson's expert she's told me that uh janet's nickname like family nickname was dunk yes, yes. <laughs> was that one that you that found? i found that here and the reasoning uh was the on the uh the fun facts list i found it was like d- before you start thinking it's about basketball it is not <laughs> what's it's, it what's it for so it is because uh <laughs> all right apparently janet wasn't the name her siblings used with her uh they called her dunk and before you start imagining her as a basketball protege let me clarify it was michael jackson uh who gave her the name for the flattering reason that her sturdy body <laughs> Reminded him of a donkey. (laughs) (laughs) Famous good guy, Michael Jackson. Uh, You're kind of like a pack mule. (laughs) (laughs) No wonder that family had body image issues. Yep. Uh, yeah, and also because she was friends with Shrek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she loved Oreos and milk. <laughs> well, then it was kind of a prophecy when she ended up working with Eddie Murphy later on in The Clumps. The clumps. That's right. <laughs> Which That's I did right. watch a clip from today. and I came Dunk in The Clumps? <laughs> <laughs> she got a badunk of Clumps. <laughs> it was so funny. I just looked up like clips because I was trying to remember scenes from The Clumps that she was in. Yeah, and I immediately went back to however fucking old we were, like 11, 12, 13. Yes. Yeah. And that scene where he, 
and the clump, the big one, is trying to propose to her. And the, the <laughs> oh, that one. narrows it yeah. down. <laughs> and the even big the one dad, is the main one. The patriarch. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's trying to propose to Janet Jackson. He has a mariachi band. And he and he's trying to say, will you marry me? But he's, instead he says, I want to put my beef in your taco. Why does he say that again? <laughs> there must be To some... be romantic. There was a setup there. Because yes. uh, that was like... That year, truly, I watched The Clumps. I probably watched that movie 40 times. <laughs> I thought it was the funniest fucking thing I'd ever seen yeah. in my life. Well, it transported me back so vividly. Hearing that line, I was like, oh my God. I remember like saying that yeah. and like, that being like the funniest line. <laughs> was that was that the Eddie Murphy like emerging from him or something? Because like, Eddie oh, Murphy was yeah. a... His, I, like, the, I mean, the Eddie Murphy playing himself type like yeah. the, without the fucking uh suit on and mm-hmm. stuff he was like an imp who would say horrible things that must to women. be it yeah yeah because there was like an effect yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah yeah damn it i i need to you know i never thought i'd say this but i need to watch the clumps <laughs> again <laughs> to get to the bottom of this i totally forgot she was even in it even though i think she may have made a song for it or something she did too. yes yeah. Yeah, yeah oh man i wish i would have added that to our playlist <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, I I loved that movie. I thought it was brilliant, and I thought Eddie Murphy was a tour de force, uh, <laughs> playing so many roles in it. But uh, it's I actually don't know about trauma. That's what exactly. people don't yeah. understand. Exactly. Yeah, it's a meditation. It's on about grief. accepting your body. <laughs> Stunning. <laughs> and it certainly isn't a joke how uh, how uh, obese the people are. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's about anti. It's antibody shame. I like um, the director's cut, the Criterion Collection version. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Murphy's weeping openly yeah. on it. But you got to see it on 70 millimeter. Yeah, there's just no other way. <laughs> You're selling yourself short. You yeah. Know? <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah, she was in The Clumps. She was also in uh, Poetic Justice mm-hmm. with uh, Tupac Shakur. Never saw that one. Uh, uh, she was in Good Times oh, as a little girl. She, that's right. Yes, she was. Or she, she was Penny on that show. As yes, a, as a weed lassie. Uh, she didn't want to be a singer even. Uh, the, and she, you know, uh, she got her first starring role. Yeah, Penny Gordon Woods on the sitcom Good Times. Of course, you regurgitate uh, with your Penny Gordon Woods. <laughs> good old hunting reference. <laughs> um, she also uh, got a recurring role as Charlene Dupree on Different Strokes. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, she didn't want to uh, be a singer. As the youngest of the Jackson clan, she watched her brothers form the Jackson Five. A young Janet Jackson aspired for a different career. Can you guess what it is? YouTube influencer? <laughs> it's, it's very interesting that you say that. Red we'll tube influencer. <laughs> there it is. That's the correct answer. Uh, we'll get to it in a minute, but uh, it is a horse racing jockey. Uh, oh. She also thought of becoming a lawyer, but at the age of seven, she performed for the first time on the Las Vegas Strip at um, MGN Casino. Uh, speaking of seven year seven year olds and uh, strip, uh, Tommy, he, he went to an interesting club last <laughs> oh week. <my> right? <laughs> Jockey seems like such a weird thing to say you want to be as a kid, just in the sense that like I feel like you don't know until you hit puberty right. if you can be a jockey. I think that's probably yeah. why as a seven-year-old or a five-year-old or whatever, you're like, I could do that because yes. you're tiny Because you're small then. then. Yeah, yeah. 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 It does seem easy. They shouldn't let more kids do it. Competitive on the pro level. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would prove how talentless these jockeys. You know, there's a few groups that I'm willing to openly go at on this show, but jockeys, your time is up. 
up. Patreon. Like goes these, <laughs> these horses would just be faster without these men on their backs. Exactly. <laughs> Get rid of the profession altogether. <laughs> uh, so the reason that uh, I said... I'm picturing a bunch of down on their luck jockeys. <laughs> <laughs> and they start their own league. And it's just like, we're just a bunch of little men racing by ourselves. No horses. I think that I would watch that. <laughs> <laughs> Still with the same suits and helmets. <laughs> um, all right. Let's see. Or they have to ride bulls now. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Uh, okay, so, uh, where was this? It's, it doesn't matter. I remember it. Um, so of course we know we, we have to talk about this. The, uh, the Super Bowl, uh, right. the Super Bowl issue. Um, and, uh, did, you know, did and, both of you boys see that moment live? That's, yes. that's, yeah. this is what I wanted to talk about. I, of course, <laughs> I was watching. This is a, this is a great where were you moment. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the, I, do remember watching this? I was in my room. I watched. That was at a time where I was v- extremely into sports, and I would watch everything. And I would right. watch most. My family wasn't really into sports. My mom got me into football, but she was she would work at night. So on Super Bowl Sunday, I would just watch alone in my room because right. nobody else gave a shit. And I'd make popcorn. I'd have a nice little time. And I this was before Twitter, so the only way you found out about uh the Jana Jackson thing if you missed it was like on the news or whatever uh and then at school the next day but uh I was watching I turned my head for one fucking second and uh I missed I missed the Jana Jackson uh, boob oh, no. moment and of course in retrospect we know how uh bad of a moment that was in yeah. in terms of it didn't need to be as bad as it was but uh Les Moonves is a piece of shit and uh That's the CBS exactly. That's the CBS exactly oh, yeah. who had her blacklisted. Uh I I think the president of CBS who had a lot of uh sway at that time and uh of course JT walked away unscathed and, and didn't uh, like come and didn't, didn't come yeah. to defense. <laughs> It's it's a it's a dark moment in JT's history and uh and it's really sad because you know it fucked up her career but we're not here to talk about that we're talking about our horny youth <laughs> we're just talking about how what a hilarious <laughs> thing it is when a titty pops out <laughs> yes. and it's got a weird sun ring on it <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. did I... you did you see it oh sorry Tommy go ahead. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, I, I may be conflating this, or maybe it's a Mandela Effect thing, but if I remember correctly, I do think it was the first year my family had a TiVo, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that we were able to like, rewind it. And, uh, of course, you're not going to delete the Super Bowl for no, a little while. No, no, no. <laughs> you might have it on a few days, a week even. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember, you are just like, your parents catch you watching that Super Bowl, I just love this game. <laughs> <laughs> you got to see this route, a tight end run. So. <laughs> I remember being confused at first because of the ring that she was wearing on her nipple yeah. because I thought it was just another piece of clothing that was on it. Like it didn't register to me as there's a naked tit on my screen mm-hmm. right <laughs> yes. right away. And I think it was one of the first times I heard my stepdad say, I can't remember if he said boob or tit or something <laughs> like that, but he's just very candidly matter-of-factly, did her boob fall out? Oh, I was kind of <laughs> hoping he like, just said so. Uh, 
yeah, like a sad was, cultural moment. Yes. Yeah, very yeah, tragic there used moment. There to be some sort of monument <laughs> dedicated to that moment, so we can all heal and learn together. <laughs> it just it sucks that it has to be like this because it didn't need. It could have just been a fucking moment because yes. of these. No, uh, yeah, prudes. the real tragedy is what it did to her career because it yes. really did. Like it really, she went from being a mega star, like like uh, big enough to play the Super Bowl halftime. Of course. <laughs> With Justin Timberlake, and also uh, I was at least according to Billboard, uh, second highest selling artist of the nineties. Wow, uh, that's what it's that's, that's what that said behind um, Mariah Carey. Oh. Uh, although I'm sure he Good was guess, way yeah. up there too. Yeah. Um, but this is according to according to this Billboard list in her fun facts. Uh, yeah, number two of the night of the decade, which was the nineties, which is crazy because all like. The song that made me love her, which I think we should get into some of these songs before we talk any more about uh, our our histories with her, but all for you, uh, I was like obsessed with. I I thought it was incredible, and that wasn't until two thousand one. Do you mind if we save that one? Yes, we'll play in your. We can play in the order because I also wanted to play a song that features that, um, like where that. Piano and guitar part from that song comes. Yes, from. of course. Um, all right, so we have we have your list here. Would you like to go? I I don't I don't know if I put this in the order. You Can we start there, actually. actually? Let's start with "Don't Stand Another Chance." Yes, I had that on as we speak. So that's so perfect. Michael actually produced her first two albums. Mm-hmm. This is from her uh, second album, "Dream Tonight." Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is this is one of the tracks that he actually produced, and it's like very. I don't know. I I really like it. This is. This is a really, really cool track. Let's, let's get into it. This is Don't Stand Another Chance. pretty cool uh yeah like so much of her stuff is just like seven different really really um tailored meticulous synth tracks that really fill out the groove there like you could just kind of tell there's like five different synthesizers all going on like there's the bass part that's like and then you know filling out the rhythm with just like so many different textures but it's all basically a synthesizer but (laughs) yeah yeah Really, really cool. Uh, I think really, really cool groove on that song. Cool uh, as hell. Cool as hell. Um, we have 
uh, before we go to another song, before I forget, we do, in fact, have a segment to get to. Uh, we have a voicemail from friend and foe of the show, Jared Thompson, the uh, the owner of the comedy attic and, bu- and beautiful and boobiful, beautiful Bloomington, Indiana, uh, where they have Limestone Festival. They just announced they got Bob the Drag Queen. By the way, get your tickets for Limestone Fest uh, ASAP because that's going to be sick. Um, he has thoughts on Janet Jackson. He immediately sent him over, so they must be they must have been hot on his mind. So let's get to it. <laughs> Here is our regular segment. They went to Jared. What's up, y'all? It's this week's they went to Jared. The boys are going to have, I sure as hell hope, an appreciation episode for Janet Jackson. Let me just first say that I, having grown up when Janet was a complete star, and of course still is, but certainly while she was still making like massive hits, she was much bigger than she is right now. Having said this, I, of course, was too cool for school on this and, you know, turned my nose up at it. And I can tell you that Control has... That's the album right there. The first three tracks on the album are, I can honestly say, are as good of the first three songs maybe ever. I mean, I know that sounds crazy, but that's how good that that record is. And then if I'm not mistaken, there's a uh, maybe there's that's the way love goes i think is later in the album Mm -hmm. but i think it's like 40 minutes and it's nine tracks it's a perfect album and of course she went on to make other great songs and albums and of course by the time rhythm nation came out which is a few years later um you know she had more clout she had more say in things and the album's probably too long and it's not it's not quite as great um let me also just real quickly say that uh i think it's called don't stand another chance which is from her, her <laughs> first two albums was different and she was definitely like more of a kid at that point yeah but don't stand another chance is a really great song <laughs> and is i'm sure it was like written by some you know, hit maker or whatever, but it's great. Yeah, I think it's written by Michael. Album. <laughs> but anyway, I'm a huge fan these days and I listen to Janet all the time and I think she's amazing. All right, thanks. Wow. Damn, Jared. That was crazy. Look at that. Knowledgeable Jared. I'm glad we went to Jared. Yeah, we went to Jared at the perfect time. He named the song we had just listened to. Uh, <laughs> that, that was, was crazy. crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's great. Um, well put, Jared. And uh, yeah, this is a this is essentially an appreciation episode because I don't think anybody yeah. wrote anything. I found I did find some negativity about her, like people c- saying that she is only famous because of her brother, that sort of shit, which is yeah. insane. Yeah, um, she's obviously extremely talented. Um, yeah, she's super super underrated. I, I, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, and I mean, also, if it's that easy, why are all of the other siblings, not just as famous. Yeah, what's, like, uh, what's Latoya's deal? Why yeah. isn't she... Uh... <laughs> Finally, we're the, we're the podcast that asks the tough questions. <laughs> Why is Latoya getting so much love? <laughs> yeah, this says this is a, a whole damn article written, Why Janet Jackson Sucks. It's uh, 
it was apparently it originally uh was on paperbacknovel.com which is why would this be on there but they they were uh they were pissed uh it continues to draw traffic on internet lookups especially after janet jackson was inducted in the hall rock and roll hall of fame uh, this means I wasn't the only one who was incensed by having to endure the media inundation of Janet Jackson 15 years ago while she whispered through her songs, provided generic orchestrated dance performances, and won unjustified music awards when she seemed to be the epitome of what was wrong with the music industry. This is annoying that because so it's scathing yeah it's, this is very scathing and it's from a madonna fan and she even <laughs> oh my god she even says i say she i, I just realized i don't know if the, who wrote this i don't know why but the uh the tone <laughs> made it seem like it's so angry and it's a madonna fan and i love there's a comment in uh <laughs> in here from shah that says my dead stands <laughs> which is like the uh, it's like the yeah, LeBron, uh, LeBron yeah, yeah. shit. Uh, my dead stands hate Janet so much. LOL. <laughs> my washed. <laughs> my washed my queen. My Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Grammy. <laughs> uh, yeah, they say she can't dance. Paula Abdul can dance and she can't. This seems honestly like low-key racist. <laughs> Paula <laughs> Abdul like, did dance with a damn cat. You gotta give, I gotta give her a much better attract much <laughs> much better than that fucking lady who she was better with cats than that lady we saw at the Ren fair oh, God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. did we brutal. ever talk about that on the show uh, we went to the renaissance fair and we got <laughs> bobby dragged us to a cat show where it was this uh <laughs> it was not what you were picturing um it was yeah. cats and rats this lady was apparently an expert in training or whatever they uh <laughs> they didn't bite her That's they a, did not bite her that was impressive <laughs> uh or at least she didn't ever wince if yeah. they did she, she didn't her. let us in on the fact that they were untamed and <laughs> filled with diseases <laughs> but she could not get these cats to do the simplest of tasks and we watched no. her for a good 30 <laughs> minutes i want to say yeah we watched her kind of squirm on stage yeah, yeah that was a nice day that i spent probably 150 dollars to do yeah. bullshit i mean on. the good thing is that it was only 115 degrees <laughs> yep, outside yep yep <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this woman <laughs> could not could not uh, handle her way around. I want to say that my cats, I think I could get them to do what she could not get those cats to do. But yeah, I could be wrong. Cats are a tough animal to uh, navigate. She was a better dancer than Paula Abdul. That's true. That is true. Uh, yeah, this says Paula could dance. Uh, <laughs> contrast to this, a Paula Abdul, who, if you missed it, was a pretty big star at about the same time that Janet Jackson arrived on the scene in the late 80s. Paula also couldn't sing. Uh, she also had a <laughs> music machine behind her writing this, her songs, filtering her voice out, so it was acceptable. But Paula could dance. She was an original, a choreographer, a former L.A. Laker girl who made it on her own. I didn't know that. Um, I think I'd heard that. She choreographed other people's videos, then took a stab at making it herself, and at the end of the day, she bowed out, tipped her head, and made it a career. Thanks, Paula. I think Paula. Straight Up is an awesome track. Like yeah. a really, oh, really yeah, cool. Sure. Yeah. Very cool. But da 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 um yeah this is uh just going on about how madonna is better than her even though she even goes look uh, madonna can't uh sing that well or dance that well she's just more of an original which i think is dumb um <laughs> yeah, she... but besides that i didn't really find a ton of 
negative Janet Jackson press. Yeah, I you know. Yeah. Um, so she's got a new. There's a lifetime. It's kind of crazy that I've chosen this because uh-huh. as soon as I started doing research yes. for this episode, it was like, oh shit, there's a documentary coming out. Yes, very soon. That like a trailer just dropped two days ago. Yeah, perfect for their lifetime timing. doc. I'm excited for it. I watched the trailer before you guys got here. It looks pretty good. And yeah, she's, it looks great. It's great that like, because we get these docs that like the Whitney Houston one, which mm-hmm. was brutal. Uh, yeah, but they never have the star in them. And this yeah. is Janet Jackson telling it how she wants it to be told, which is exciting. That'll be. I like all of her fun. peers basically saying like, "Oh, really? She's such a private person. It's yeah, <laughs> yeah. nice that she's actually going to talk about all of this stuff." It's uh it's exciting stuff. So yeah, that'll be on Lifetime. Very, very uh yeah, it's very uh timely that we're that we're doing this. Um let's hear another song. Yeah, let's, let's do it. uh let's go. What would you like to hear next here, Trey? Uh let me look at this playlist here. I've forgotten. Oh, let's go um let's go uh, let's go when I think of you. I just right. uh, that's so. This is off of uh, this the is album off Control. Off yeah. of Control, the album that Jared uh, mentioned. This is maybe my favorite Janet Jackson song. Always oh, puts me in a happy, loving mood. Very, oh, very yeah. cool. All right, let's hear when I think of you. just a fun jam i've been in the <laughs> yep. car listening to that with you trey it's always a good time oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> love the, uh, the just the drums are so crispy on that and mm. big reverb on the snare <laughs> oh, I love that. so good yeah uh jackson was just 20 years old when this was released but she wow. had already put out two albums including her self-titled debut in 82 <laughs> uh growing up in a showbiz family she was encouraged to perform we knew that uh there was a fun fact here when this song hit number one michael and janet jackson became the first and only siblings to each have a number one solo hit uh to each have number one solo hits in the united states in the uk where janet never hit the top spot that distinction goes to blank. Who do you guys? Who Ooh. do you guys think are the only brother and sister to have number one hits? In Does the it have UK? to be brother and sister? Yeah. Oh, brother oh, okay. Are they? I, are oh, they yeah, both siblings. English? But I'm giving you that they are brother and sister. Okay. Are they both English? 
That I, I think they are, but I'm not sure actually. Oh, okay. Um, I'm gonna say one of them is a one hit wonder, so uh, it might be really hard. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is they are Sylvester British. and Frank Stallone, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the uh, Property Brothers. Let me uh. play. Let me play a song for you and see if you can get it uh, from this. And it, this is this guy's uh, one hit. Okay. That I, at least I think. Maybe I'm crazy and he has multiple hits. Now that I'm looking at this, it looks like he has more, but there's only one song that I really know. Uh, and it, here it is. Oh, I remember this. Oh. I don't know this. This was big in 2002. It remind, yeah, it's very familiar. This is 2002. Yeah. The year is 2002. <laughs> <laughs> the towers are no more. And, uh, and this bad. song is uh, tearing up the charts. Uh, that is Daniel Bedingfield. Oh, Natasha oh, Bedingfield. Natasha nah. Bedingfield is the other one. Uh, when that song came out, this girl, uh, my friend Carrie on the bus was like, you know that this guy is only like 10 years old? And I was like, what? <laughs> 10 years yeah, old? Yeah, and I looked it up and she was, of course, very wrong. <laughs> and I found out she was just going, she was just guessing based on his voice. Oh my <laughs> she God. Like throw a did you know on <laughs> <laughs> my guess. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, Carrie? She was like, oh yeah, I just assumed because his voice is like that. I was like, I could have guessed that. It's a it's a, it's, a, it's a device. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, that is a fun little fact, and uh, nice to get Daniel Bedingfield mixed in here. And somebody's probably going to be pissed that I called him a one-hit wonder when it looks like he has a few. But that's the only song. He's just a boy. <laughs> <laughs> he's got time. Make a few I, others. I saw the video, and I was like, no, he's not. Unless they, I was like, they must have hired an adult actor to play him in it for some reason. <laughs> weird. Maybe it's a pituitary thing. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's like Jack. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is a great, great pick, though, Trey. Very, very fun song. Let's hear another one. What do you say? Oh, oh, um, let's 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 do that. That or actually, yeah, let's do Escapade. Next. All right. This is the. It's, I, I chose this one over Rhythm Nation because uh, I just I don't know. I, I I like it a little bit more, I guess. But Rhythm Nation is the song everybody knows off this album. Right, right, right. All right, here is Escapade.
I mean, that one got radio play, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Hell but, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's one album later. And I think 89 is when that came out. Let's see here. This is not, it says 90 on here. Okay. But who knows? Killer song. And this, uh, was the start of her very first con- concert tour, uh, the Rhythm Nation World Tour 1990, the same week this song hit number one on Billboard Hot 100. Wow. It was a number one. Um, for, fun fact here, uh, former New Edition member Johnny Gill contributed the finger snaps. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder uh, if he was Johnny Gill. That name does sound familiar. I was doing a lot of research about like, like when I was picking Janet, it was funny, I was like, Okay, maybe I'll do Sheila E. And then I was like, no, nah, maybe Shaka Khan. Oh, maybe Janet Jackson. That would be a, a fun one. And then it's like all the research, like all these people, and then Morris Day in the time and Prince. It's like they all basically made all of this music together at the exact same time. Yeah. Um, especially like um, the two guys from, uh, not Morris Day, but the other two guys from the time basically produced all the other albums of hers um, mm. after the first two that Michael did. Wow. But. Um, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, they, they, all, they all sound similar, and it's all music that I listen to, but it's just stuff that I had never bothered to go out and research. It's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> makes sense that I like all of these artists because they both all basically influenced each other at the same time. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, the Rhythm Nation 1814 album uh, pr- proved that Jackson's previous release, The Breakthrough Control, was not a fluke, including this song. Uh, it brought... Her seven U.S. top five singles, an unheard of number for one album. This even bested her brother Michael, wow. whose album Thriller charted seven songs in the top ten, but only five in the top wow. five. Wow! Wow! wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's also, really impressive. Yeah. What were the seven from this album? That is a is that listed? Great or? question. Um, let me see if this, this one is obviously under, Rhythm Nation obviously yeah yeah let me see I'm gonna look that up right now Rhythm Nation uh Billboard charting songs all right all right this has got to be uh where I'll find oh no <laughs> it's such a long article God damn it uh all right yeah <laughs> you guys uh you guys uh talk well I this. <laughs> you guys figure some shit out well hello I, trey <laughs> get to know each other <laughs> so what are you getting for lunch <laughs> okay i found it i found it we killed oh, that man thank god <laughs> <laughs> all right uh yeah record setting top five uh, uh seven top five singles with lead single, Miss You Much, uh, along with Escapade, like Black Cat, and the album's final single, Love Will Never Do Without You, it also yielded four number one hits. Miss You Much topped uh, the chart for four weeks. It also topped Hot Dance Club songs. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, who cares? Where the hell's the other ones? Uh, okay, Rhythm Nation. What the fuck? I thought it was right there. Okay, well, I yeah. fucked up. <laughs> Damn it. Why would it just not give me the damn list? This is pissing me off. Uh, all right. Well, fuck me. I, I'm I'm giving up. I think <laughs> this sucks. That's the right move. I can't believe it wasn't right well, there. Well, the main takeaway is that fact about her having seven top fives, mm-hmm. you know, and more than the Michael. Thriller. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. I had no idea. It's him yeah. in her shadow. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. That is that is wild. I had no idea. 
Um, all right, let's hear let's hear another song. I'm pissed that I couldn't find this easier. All right, let's do the tandem here. I guess is that the that's that's all that's left, right? Uh, that is all for you, and then the glow of love. We still have control, also. Oh, we still have control. Yeah, yeah. You want to hear control before we get into those two, um, or do you want to save that for last? So control has a kind of a longer intro. We can actually kind of like skip past a little bit of that. Yeah. All right. I'll like skip jump past. in like thirty seconds. Yeah, into yeah, control. yeah. All right. Let's hear. Let's hear control, and then but we I, have we have a quiz for you too. So oh, okay, uh, there's great. A few things here. Awesome. Love it. All right. Let's hear control. I'm going to skip thirty seconds. <laughs> I'm so bad at just like generally when I'm listening to music, retaining lyrics or like listening to lyrics in general. Remember, like, mm. you know, the song itself, like the tunes, but, um, but like just that little snippet there is like when I was 17 and <laughs> listening to do what my father says, it's like, oh shit, this song kind of sneaks up on you. Yeah. And you like know that. she ain't faking it too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well documented yeah. in that regard. <laughs> um, but yeah, just like what a crazy groove too. Yeah. Like yeah. monster, monster rhythm <laughs> in that song. So cool. Uh, very, very cool. Very creepy. Um, <laughs> freaking me out a little bit, but I like it. Um, let's see here. Tom is shivering right I am now. So yeah. scared. <laughs> scared out of my fucking mind. Cold sweat. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, unique, the unique break in this song came about by accident during the production of Nasty, another hit from the album. Yeah. Jimmy Jam explained when you program du- uh, drum machi- machines, you program a lot of different patterns in. But the way we do it, we never put the programs in a sequence. We play and change the sequences by hand. So at one point in Nasty, I changed to the wrong sequence, and it made this weird drum break. A lot of times when that happens, we leave it and figure out what to do with it uh, musically later. That's what happened in, on Control. There are two or oh, three breaks where it sick. stops, and there's a little do 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 do, and then uh, and that was the creation of hitting it the wrong drum program at the wrong time. But it worked. <laughs> yeah. Look at that. That's a that's nice. Great. That's a nice lesson in creativity, I think. Where it's yeah. Like, just fuck around and see what happens. It might end up being cool. It's a happy accident. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, 
Glee's Diana Agron, Darren Chris, and Kevin McHale covered this song on season three, episode uh, Hold On to 16. Now, that's just a fun fact for you. <laughs> Kevin McHale? Yep, that's what it says. <laughs> that's exactly what it says. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not going to lie, when I started reading that, I just saw Kevin McHale's name. I did not realize it was going to be Glee related. <laughs> um, all right, like I said, we have a quiz here for you. All right. I'm going to do it from my phone because that is uh, a little easier. And uh, Now, if I get these questions wrong, it's not because I don't know about Janet. It's because I know so much about Janet <laughs> that I've compartmentalized. Luckily, but this isn't that lucky kind of quiz. Lucky for you, it is not that type yeah, of quiz. Yeah. It, it, if you get this wrong, you are uh, lying to yourself, brother. Yeah. That's the problem. <laughs> the, <laughs> this is a feelings over facts yes, kind of yes. quiz. Ben <laughs> okay, right. Shapiro would not like this quiz. Uh, which this is which Janet Jackson song was written about you? About me, yeah, about Kama you. Trey Brown. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very specific quiz. All oh. right. So the first question is, and there's only eight here. I I did this quiz earlier to make sure it wasn't a bust, um, and then I did bust. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. so uh, this is a. Uh, you prefer to be out of these four. Uh, out of these four, which do you and prefer? Think to carefully, be? Trey. Okay. Very carefully. You don't want to fuck this up. Yeah, uh, I don't. You don't want control to be about you. <laughs> uh, all right. You prefer to be uh, a single and free. Mm-hmm. B in a fun short fling. C none of these. So done with dating. <laughs> or D in a serious relationship. Um, I will go. Hmm. I guess I'll go D. D in a serious relationship. All right. Uh, I'm going to warn you right now. I think at least three of these questions are just you picking a color. (laughs) But think carefully. Think carefully. Uh, What color do you see when you think of music? I'm just going to have you name one and see if it's on here because there's like six colors. Is blue on there? Blue is on here. I'll go blue. All right. Just so you know, and I don't know if this weighs anything, it is a light blue. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) That changes a lot. All right. We're going with that blue. Uh, All right. Choose a Janet. Uh, there's her. Uh, I'm going to show Reno. you the picture. <laughs> oh. So there's uh, there's her kind of like uh, having 80s hair. You can see. Uh, how would you describe Ooh. these Janets? Okay, so my favorite Janet probably isn't the one I find the most attractive. <laughs> I'm going to go with this one in the middle here. She, okay. She's gorgeous. All right. So the middle one was, uh, how would you describe the one you just picked just for people listening? Cause I can't, I don't um, remember what it was. So they're all gorgeous photos. She's always mm-hmm. been a, a, a gorgeous gal, Sure, but, uh, that one, she just, uh, looked, uh, you know, just very nice. Her hair's uh, parted in that one. Sure. Not not so much uh, tapered. A little little lower on the eye makeup. The other ones look more like a glamour shoot. That one looked yes. a little bit more approachable, a little Perfect. friendlier, I thought. Okay, uh, question number four here. And uh, this one is, uh, I believe this is this is an album cover, right? Uh, it's the it's the it's the picture with, uh, or is it a magazine cover? I think it is an album cover, but I think the album cover is actually just her head. Right. Yes. Yeah. So this photo. is this is the picture, and that's with, the full photo. That's I think right. it. I think it made like either. I think it's a Rolling Stone. That's cover, what I was actually. thinking. Okay. So uh, this is a picture with Janet with her hand. She's topless with her hands above her head, and there are another set of hands covering uh, her boobs. Yeah. There's a Those male hands? figure behind her. Hands look familiar. 
Wait a minute. <laughs> I knew I recognized those hands from somewhere. That's why Tommy hasn't washed his hands. Stinky <laughs> <laughs> in the middle All of a right. pandemic. So now that you've seen that image, uh, you would describe it as A, offensive, <laughs> B, beautiful, C, retro, or D, sexy. Uh, I'll go beautiful. Okay, I'll be. I'll just say beautiful. All right, so we've picked beautiful here. Uh, okay, this is another color question. Okay, <laughs> do you? It shows a picture of Janet, and it's like the background is green and and purple. Okay, and the question is, do you prefer green or purple? <laughs> uh, purple. All right, purple. all right. We've picked purple, and now number six. Uh, choose a ringtone for your phone. Uh, the, the interesting thing about this is none of the songs are Janet Jackson songs. Uh, you have uh, Metallica's Enter Sandman, mm-hmm. uh, Pharrell's Happy, okay. Toto's Africa, okay. Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On, Ooh. Def Leppard's Pour Some Sugar On Me, or My Phone Is Always On Silent, dot, dot, dot. Mm, I would go Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On. Let's Get It On. That's I think you're going to a sexy song here. Uh, what is your favorite flower? I'm gonna. They don't have the names of these flowers, so I'm just gonna show them to you. Oh, and you okay. Pick, I see a sunflower in there. There's probably a purple tulip. flower. Yes, Ooh, lilacs. I like this, this dark one right here. All right, uh, dark flower. Uh, now, if you had to uh, wear one and only for uh, one and only one forever, you'd wear shades of blue or red. Now, you're wearing red right now. It's kind of yeah. a political question. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go red just like my Uh-oh. political party. <laughs> <laughs> just like my hat. <laughs> All right. It is, yeah, you are. That is what you are wearing. That's but it what, just says Bernie on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's very confusing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Calculating results. Uh, it's calculating for a while. This is the, that's how you know it's legit. There's it's not easy uh, over here. All right, you get uh, 1993's Anytime, Any Place. Ooh, this sexy, passionate 1993 pop hit perfectly encapsulates the very same qualities in you. <laughs> and you're not ashamed in the least. Janet released several racy music videos in her, time, in her time, and this touchy-feely classic is no exception. Like, like Janet, you are a creature of passion and intimacy. <laughs> That's true. The song was written with just that and you in mind. That's a good quiz. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't even have to take it. I could have told you all that. <laughs> As Trey's roommate, I can vouch for the intimacy. <laughs> on our walk over here, I said, should I mention that I'm a creature of passion and intimacy on the pod? Should that should we come to that conclusion organically, or should I just announce that about myself? Uh, all right, uh, you passed the quiz. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. All right, uh, we got two more songs here, and they are connected. How would you like to to play this? Let's go all for you first. Okay. Um, I guess I should. I just make note of the fact that like the other songs that I picked were all basically from the first. I don't know four years of mm-hmm. Janet's career, and there's a whole second half or yes. like other half of her, her career that we haven't really touched on except for this song yes. uh and i'm sure everyone that's listening has probably heard this at some point in their this lives is this, this is a very popular all-time song. banger <laughs> yeah, this, is, great, this goes great. on any bangers playlist i've ever made it is just an all it, people people go nuts when you put this on it's a, it's a killer song this is called all for you yeah from the album all for you oh my God, 
Classic song, uh, very good. I remember hearing that song as a thirteen-year-old boy, and it was the it was the first time in my life that I was like, I want to be hot. <laughs> I want to be the type of guy she sees across the room and is like, Oh hell yeah! And I was a pudgy thirteen-year-old awkward boy, and uh, I was like, I got to make <laughs> well, some changes. She was so hot at that at that point in time, and mm. still to this very day. But she's you know. Older woman at this she's point. Trey's type, you <laughs> would say. She's a little bit more Trey's type. Trey is like the opposite of Tommy in many ways. <laughs> <laughs> but back then, I, I kind of miss it. Like when we were kids and, and, and girls used to put like chunky highlights in their hair and, <laughs> yeah. and that kind of thing. Very cool. Like the Spice Girls and whatnot. Yeah. Um, Jimmy Jam, who wrote and produced the song with uh, his partner Terry Lewis, uh, also Jackson co-wrote the song, uh, told Song Facts that working with Janet was great because she was so receptive to so many ideas and styles. Uh, when we did All For You and I played for her The Glow of Love, uh, yep. she had never heard that song before, but she loved it. Uh, and that is uh, what we will be getting to in a second. I do... Oh, wait. All For You was used as the name of Jackson's 2001 tour. Some of the shows had to be postponed or canceled when Jackson needed emergency dental surgery. Uh, one show in Madison Square Garden was bumped for an NBA, WNBA playoff game. <laughs> that happened to our last Stand By Your Band live, too. <laughs> the <laughs> box had to come in. <laughs> they played one at Union Hall. <laughs> uh, I, for, I forgot about this element to the Super Bowl. So when she headlined the Super Bowl halftime show in 2004, she opened with this song before before yielding to Nelly, P. Diddy, and Kid Rock. Wow. Isn't it weird that they were all, all on the five same? of them? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember all of them. I, yeah, I totally forgot that it was not just her and Timberlake on that. It'd be funny if they if you could like zoom out on that photo and all of them are like... You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Their <laughs> eyes butt, popping yeah. out. All yeah. looking like the wolf in a Tex yeah. Avery cartoon. <laughs> uh, has that wolf gotten canceled yet? Do we know? Um, yeah, of course we know what happened after that. Uh, <laughs> this one to the 2001 Grammy for best pop dance recording, uh, very specific category. Pop uh, dance, recording. yeah, and it did chart at number one. Pop so. slash dance, recording? yes. Oh, okay. uh, it just says pop dance. I don't know. Uh-huh. Um, all for if you. I want to see slash dance. I go to a Guns N' Roses concert. <laughs> That's what I tell you. All right, 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 all right. Uh, that's that movie with Jennifer Beals, Slashdance. <laughs> 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 Oof. 
Uh, All For You was the longest running number one song of 2001, topping the U.S. chart for seven weeks in April and May. It ended up being the last of ten number one hits for Jackson in the United States. Interesting. So Um, far. That's right. That's right. You never know. You never, never know. She's only 55. I mean, Shaka Khan had a... A, a huge hit like last year, the year before. Oh yeah, yeah. Damn. And uh, and also Neil. Uh, uh, fuck. What's the guy's name from uh, t- uh, Take a Knee, My Ass? Oh, Neil McCoy. <laughs> Neil yeah. McCoy. Hit song just yeah, a couple Billboard of years number ago. one. Yeah. <laughs> Pop <laughs> Neil. <laughs> um, uh, by the way, on this uh, on this. Song facts uh, article. There is one comment. It is from Claire from Oak Ridge, Tennessee, who says, uh, It wasn't her fault. Stupid metrosexual Justin is a perv. <laughs> <laughs> metrosexual. Stupid metrosexual. <laughs> Stupid metrosexual. Uh, and then it says, I guess you got tired of grabbing Kylie Minogue's perfect ass. Aid Timberlake. <laughs> what a. Does she think he's going to. Was read that comment this? in 2001? I, I want to say. Uh, Oh damn it! There's no time. Because that feels on very it. 2001 it culture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kylie Minogue. That is uh, very weird, and also the perfect ass comment. <laughs> very strange. All right. Well, I can't see exactly when that was from, but uh, we have to assume it was uh, from a different time. Let's. So then, uh, like you said, uh, yeah. So all for you. Yeah, they sample a song called "The Glow of Love" by mm-hmm. Change, and funnily enough, I like discovered that album because it was sampled by Madlib on one of his um, his records. And I thought, oh, this is a great album. I love this track. And I just never connected the dots that that was the track that was being sampled in All For You. But then recently when I was listening to Janet because we wanted to do this episode, I was like, oh my God, I can't believe that's that song because I've, I've listened to The Glow of Love like over and over and over again. It's such it's a great funk track. Yeah. But it is really kind of funny because it's just there's no you know wink to the camera. Like if it was done today, it would be such a like kind of a hilarious retro thing, but it's just like uh you know this this singer is just like he kind of sounds like a more like a lower register Aaron Neville a little bit and he's just like Really, I don't know. You'll you'll have to hear it to let's, to believe it. But let's it's, hear some of the glow of love. It's so great. I love the, it. Uh, today is the first time I've ever heard this song, but I was having fun with it. Oh, it's great. I love this song. It's a pleasure when you treasure all that's new and true and gay. Easy living and we're given what we know we're dreaming of. We are one having fun walking in the glow. It's so wonder, it's so clear By fountain, climbing mountains As we hold each other near Sipping wine, we try to find That special magic from above As we share our fair talking In the glow of love oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Yeah, damn uh, just so great, though. Yeah. Just the the amount of visuals you get from that. Just like you know, late seventies, early eighties, mm. 
Soul Train, <laughs> everything sparkling, and oh my god, yeah, sipping wine, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unafraid to just be like, here's a song about love. <laughs> <laughs> we need more of that. These yeah, days. yeah, no, I love that energy. Nowadays, it's all about being on an old town road. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, that brings us to our next segment. We got to get to the peanut gallery. The people who listen to the show, they have thoughts and they want them heard. And first up, we go to the people of our Patreon again. Patreon, three dollars a month. Get over there. We appreciate it. Um, let's see what we got here. We got a we got a good amount of comments here. I think. Um, at least we had earlier. Well, I'm right. big mad while you're looking them up because I I put it up the Twitter four hours ago today. Usually yeah. I'm on some shit where I tweet it right when I show yep, up to Tom's yep, apartment. Yep. <laughs> and today <laughs> I did my homework. I got it up there early. Four hours ago, not a single comment. I retweeted it just to see maybe people don't yeah, see it. Yeah. People started. I got four likes. I commented cowards since no one was giving thoughts. Still, <laughs> oh, no one's I wondered saying where the cowards. And people came are from. liking cowards, but they're not responding. <laughs> <laughs> they're afraid to they're, talk about. They Janet. like that they're so scared. <laughs> It's like you when you heard control. Exactly. <laughs> I was so spooked out. Um, but I'll live update if we get one. Okay, okay. Uh, all right, from the Patreon, we got like five or six here. It says, uh, Nick Clerkin says, obvious but nasty is an all-time banger. Nasty, Amazing nasty boy. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing karaoke song, too. <laughs> well, you just heard Trey oh, yeah. singing it. Um Nick Steinberg says, I'm not super familiar with her catalog, but if anything, she feels underrated. I'll steal Nick Clerkin's point and also praise Nasty for having a hell of a nasty hook. <laughs> All for you is a clear banger, too. That rhymed. That's a, that comment was a banger. Uh, <laughs> Trevor Rodman says, All for you is probably not one of her most popular songs, but for sure one of my favorites. Well, I think I it is one of the most popular it songs. Is. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty popular. It was number one for a long time. Um Trevor Rodman says, well, after looking at her on Spotify, I guess it's her number three song. <laughs> Real so time. Funny, because I thought, well, I, that was to the point where I was like, maybe he's being ironic. Yeah. <laughs> Might be her most popular song. <laughs> Good on you, Trevor. <laughs> I love a follow-up. Yeah. <laughs> um Quinn writes, uh, her taking the blame for the entire Nipplegate thing was ri- ridiculous. And uh, and that's the way love goes. Will always bang. Yep. Um, Natalie S says obvious, but her stop saying obvious every, to everything. Everybody, it, not, not not everything's obvious. I'm playing. I'm playing. You can, you can say whatever you want. Uh, if you buy a shirt, you can. Yeah. T- <laughs> uh, obvious, but her legacy shouldn't have been marred by that nasty man of the Super Bowl. <laughs> that, are you the same one who left the comment on the song? <laughs> Pervy JT uh, also says uh, all the singles I've heard from her are transcendental. Wow, that's not the type of meditation I do. Is that um, true? No, I wish. <laughs> um, <laughs> apparently, you're supposed to pay like ten grand to do that. Although somebody gave me a, uh, like a place you can go for it. it's way cheaper. I've been doing cis and dental. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's the porn I watch. Cis and dental. <laughs> um, I'm on that teeth play. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was the Patreon. We now have uh, from Facebook. We have I'll go to Molder Hub. <laughs> 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 Let me have my time to think of my ribs. <laughs> I'm, I'm bi-cuspid curious. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, all right. On the Facebook, uh, we've got uh, Jeremy Arroyo. Arroyo says Super Bowl boobs, <laughs> spelled B E W B S. That'll get a laugh out of me. Mike O'Keefe says she's fantastic. Derek Hart says Indiana's own baby, and of course that album cover. Uh, Gary Greenblatt writes, "Wow, great subject. I can never decide which is my favorite Janet Jackson Good Times episode." <laughs> all right. Uh. Crystal Sullivan says, uh, oh, yeah, she's got a new doc on Lifetime. We know, we know. Uh, we're excited for it as well. Jason Hillman says, excited for this documentary coming out that will pretty much make the case that Janet is the harbinger of all modern pop music, and they won't be wrong. Uh, also, Justin owes her royalties from every album he made off the back of uh, throwing her under the bus. Damn. Uh, yeah. Um, George Gordon says, Oh shit. Can't wait to hear the guest. She rules. I own control on tape. Damn, George. Uh, Kenny DeForest says very different reaction to having Joe as a father. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but it sounds like it was extra. It sounds like she had it pretty tough. Um, yeah. Jeff Lewis says we shall forgive in advance. Should there be a wardrobe malfunction? Oh, there's Tommy's peeing. <laughs> <laughs> that was on purpose. Yeah, we no planned that one. <laughs> All the boys in the podcast, look at my dick. <laughs> <laughs> look, at my, look at my big ass. <laughs> Should have called it small for you. Oh, what the <laughs> Damn, let's go. <laughs> uh, says uh, she is the queen of the joyous, <laughs> joyously walk dancing through the streets genre of music video. <laughs> That's very good. Uh, Nate Fritzen finally says, uh, "Oh, I lost it here." He says, uh, "Scream is so good; it would be the one post thriller MJ song I would keep." If that song was a thing uh, people were doing, I want to petition her to re-record the song as Scream, Janet's version, in which she does both parts. Uh, Scream is interesting because I was reading about it. It's it's like about the media backlash to uh, Michael Jackson. Can we like, hear some of it? Because I've never heard it, I don't think. Uh, it's not great, <laughs> in my <yeah>. opinion. <laughs> you know who should feature on it? Ghostface Killer. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but it's about the backlash to Michael Jackson's like sex. Uh, it's, a, it's a very interesting music yeah. video. I, I feel like too. I need to hear a little yeah, bit. Yeah, let's hear yeah. some of it. Here's yeah. Scream. <laughs> <laughs> I don't love that. <laughs> no, me neither. <laughs> yeah. I don't that. love that track. It's an interesting music video to watch for sure. But um, um, I don't think I've ever seen it. I had never heard that song before either. I was I think it was like a song that was very you know, uh, very much like put into the public consciousness by the powers that be. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, nobody yeah. really like well, except for your Facebook commenters. No offense. No offense to the person who actually loved that song. I'm sorry. Oh, he's a multiple time guest. He can take it. That song sucks. <laughs> it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny that the he defended uh 
uh, Marilyn Manson on this show, I believe. Ooh, right? Yes, he yeah. did. Yeah. <laughs> now he's now he's defending Michael. Yeah, very, very weird track record here, Nate. Um, and Lord uh, knows the not. Cherry Pop and Daddies have done their, <laughs> <laughs> their share. <laughs> I mean, in name alone, yeah. their crimes are yeah. far superior. That's what we did, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Cherry yeah, Pop yeah. and Daddy. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's just the swing revival in general. I can't. No, remember. no, it yeah, was yeah, Cherry it, Pop it was and Daddies. Specific. Okay. Um, all right. Not uh, a Brian Setzer fan. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like him as the orchestra that gives me trouble. <laughs> uh, we are now to the to the final segment of the show, which is where normally we would rate the playlist. I don't think we need to do no. that appreciation episode, but we will give Trey the floor for his final thoughts on Janet Jackson. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, like, what an awesome, awesome, great catalog, and like. Don't uh, be like me and waste maybe a decade of your life kind of turning your nup or turning your nose up at at pop musicians and go back and listen to some of the stuff that you may have enjoyed as a kid because then you'll realize oh shit this is all really really good and I think that's what happened with me and and Miss Janet because she's got a lot of very awesome songs and she's certainly very underappreciated at this time but hopefully with this new documentary and whatnot everybody. Um, finds their appreciation again and and enjoys her music hell yeah well put trey thanks for being on Yay. everybody uh give janet her due give her a damn respect throw some respect on that name and watch <laughs> that lifetime doc um and check out trey's patreon man hey. yeah let's you can, give it another plug uh yeah so on instagram i'm at trey brown 90 t-r-e-y brown 90 and then you can find my patreon through there it's patreon.com slash Trey Brown comics and cartoons. But uh, yeah, thanks guys. Hell yeah. yeah. I would highly recommend just look through Trey's Instagram. You'll see Very a bunch cool. of comics. And uh, if you like the show, I think you'll, it's a similar sensibility humor wise. I think you'll yes. enjoy it and that will make you want to sign up. Hell yeah. Do it up. And uh, I am, I'm hitting the road. Uh, I'm going to Chicago. Like I said, uh, Lincoln Lodge, January 22nd. Uh, Jenna Gephardt and I think friend of the show, Charlie Bury, is going to oh, be on that show as well. Oh, the uh, wizard. <laughs> He said he's got to ask his manager, so <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> he's playing his little Merlin games. What's up? He'll never actually confirm. Like, I, know, you know? I know. I'm going to find out Dale the full charge is going to be there, but uh, <laughs> he's supposed to be. Um, and uh, yeah, Laugh Factory. And then I will also be, I'm going to be at the Albany Funny Bone with uh, Shane Torres the first week of uh, February. I'm coming to Cap City in April. I'm going to... I think I'm doing good nights in uh, in the new year. I can't remember. I can't remember my dates. Go to my website uh, for more details. And uh, come to Good God at the Sultan Room in Union Hall in the coming months. Tommy? Yeah, just check out Stand By Your Can Sardines wherever uh, you can find a Mad <laughs> yes. Magazine. Yes. It, it with, <laughs> oh, no, I'm not going to set myself up again. Tom to morph. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> That's good. Because <laughs> I'm trying to go for their voice. It's of not course. me trying to do the Tom. I get it. It could have been Stand By Your Bland. Uh, <laughs> that uh-huh. would have been so much easier. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but you know where to find me. <laughs> you always got canned and ten fish on the brain. <laughs> Stand by your black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're black. <laughs> All right. Thanks again, Trey, and uh, thanks to listeners. Get on that Patreon. Get on our Patreon as well. You, it's it, all in all, that's six dollars a month if you do both. That hey, ain't shit. Not too bad. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Keep it crispy. Bye. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. 